This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ed Robertson, welcoming you to this week's edition of TV Confidential. Radio talk show about television that will dedicate this week's program to Hall of Fame sportscaster Ben Scully. Ben Scully, the legendary voice of the Los Angeles Dodgers, who is also known to national TV audiences for covering NFL football, PGA golf, and the NBC Game of the Week. Ben Scully passed away Tuesday, August 2nd at the age of 94. You might recall that back in the fall of 2015, our friend Phil Grace put together a three-part audio retrospective of Ben Scully's career as part of the Sounds of Lost Television. We will replay that tribute as part of our program this week. Phil Grace, of course, founder and owner of Archival Television Audio, ATVAudio.com. Phil put together a collection of highlights that particularly focused on the years 1955 through 1965, the early part of Ben Scully's career. You will hear some of the greatest calls from both the Brooklyn Dodgers and the Los Angeles Dodgers. We'll also hear some of the stories behind those historic calls through archival audio of Vin Scully himself. We'll get to all that in just a second. But first, Phil Grace, welcome back to the program. It is a pleasure to be back. It's been a little bit of a hiatus for me, and um, I look forward to uh, being able to uh, discuss uh, my favorite announcer, Vin Scully. The great thing about Vin Scully and this, this, this certainly comes across in just reading up on his, on his background, is uh, obviously he's been identified with the Los Angeles Dodgers for, you know, more than 50 years now, but he's also a national voice. I mean, we've known him through his work on the Major League Baseball Game of the Week for many years on NBC, plus he called the playoffs, plus he called the World Series, but he also called football for CBS for many years. He also called golf for many years. So he's a, he's a local presence, but he's also a national icon. Absolutely. Uh, it's not just uh, in the baseball booth that uh, Vince Scully has cut his IT in terms of his uh, announcing. Like you said, uh, he's done almost every type of sport. And ironically, it all began uh, with football. The legendary story goes um, that uh, when he was eight years old, uh, he got hooked listening to a series of football games on the radio, and that gave him his calling. And uh, subsequently, uh, he was discovered by Red Barber after uh, he was noticed doing a Fordham football game. So uh, football was the catalyst into uh, the Brooklyn Dodger uh, announcing booth uh, in 1950 when he was only 22 years old. It's interesting you mentioned that uh, his foray into baseball broadcasting was football announcing. Now, as I believe you know, and as, and as I believe most of the listeners know, I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area, so I've, 
I've been a, a lifelong fan of both the San Francisco Giants and the San Francisco 49ers. So I know Vin, until I moved down to Los Angeles, I've known Vin Scully on a national basis, not so much on a local basis. But to me, one of the signature, one of my favorite moments, my, one of my favorite Vin Scully moments was when he called the NFC Championship game in January 1982. It was the famous catch. You know, Montana to Clark in the closing moments of the NFC Championship game, which put the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl for the very first time. So it, it goes to show that as good as he was calling baseball, he was still good calling football very, yeah, many, many, many years later. You know, it's always interesting to me. A good athlete can do uh, many different sports. And uh, as an announcer, uh, he just had that capability of being able to observe, describe, in his own very uh, peerless manner, one of the great salient qualities of Vince Scully is uh, saying less than more, especially when TV was uh, the, um, the medium uh, in terms of broadcasting. Uh, he's respected by everybody. I, I don't know of anyone who would put him below the first uh, one or two uh, major announcers of all time. He, he, just, he just has a special gift. Not only that, Phil, and I, I was amazed when I first came down here. I mean, I, as I mentioned, I moved down to the Los Angeles area about five years ago. And so uh, I began to well, – well, well, until the Dodgers changed their <laughs> cable network, I was able to watch Vin on a regular basis. But now, like a lot of listeners who don't have Time Warner, uh, I, I, I listen to Vin when I can because Vin the, – the first three games of the Dodger telecast are simulcast on the radio. So I'm, I'm, I'm like a lot of listeners – I, I listen to at least the first three innings of every Dodger game. But the amazing thing is Vin Scully, even in his upper 80s and even 65 years behind the microphone, Vin Scully still works without a broadcast partner. I mean, he works. There are, there are people in the booth that scout for him that will identify, you know, people in the bullpen and whatnot. But unlike many modern announcers, Vin Scully works by himself. That's amazing. Well, he goes back to an era when that was more than norm. Uh, and there are very few people who say that. So most people don't realize that the norm was a solo announcer in booth when uh, you had your first four and a half innings. Red Barber would then turn it over to Connie Desmond. Uh, Mel Allen would turn it over to Phil Rizzuto. One person usually did play-by-play play and the color. We're taking a look at the broadcast career of Vin Scully, the legendary Hall of Fame voice of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Vin Scully is celebrating his 66th year as a broadcaster uh, as we speak. Uh, there is some speculation whether Vin Scully will continue as the voice of the Los Angeles Dodgers. We'll probably know that uh well, it, it is early August as we're having this conversation right now. That announcement probably won't be, be made official until the end of the month. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, he, he's one of those voices, Phil, that you just, you just assume he's going to go forever. Well, he, he, he's not overpowering. I mean, he's known for his very uh, sweet, belted voice. He's got a lyrical style. Um, he... Uh, Many times we'll, and we, we will uh, confirm when we listen to some clips, there's some moments, major moments, where the typical announcer would continue to uh, describe 
and he just keeps quiet. And he let the choir basically uh, create the power with regard to what has just been accomplished. He has a very, very specific approach to how he calls the game, and he makes it very friendly. You don't even have to be a sports fan to really get hooked. It's going to listen to Vincelli a little bit. Uh, it's like he's in your living room, and um, I think that's what makes him so special. Yeah, I mean, this goes back to why he doesn't broadcast with a partner today. Vin's philosophy is, to the extent he can, he wants to have a conversation with the listeners, which is one of the reasons why he continues to be so special. Even when he does announcements for Farmer John's, he'll say, friends, I want to tell you about the latest product from Farmer John's. But the fact that he he, he does little affectations like friends or, you know, and it, it creates the sense that he is talking to you. And that is why he is a bond for three generations of listeners. I'll give you a very good example and to our audience. Ebbets Field, 1957. Uh, there was a, um, uh, a very young catcher by the name of Joe Pignatano. Really didn't get much uh, opportunity to catch. Ray Campanella was, was you know, the major catcher for the Dodgers. And um, one day, Pignataro gets the role of being able to catch a complete game. And Curly knew that Pignataro's wife had recently had a baby, and she was not at the game. And he felt she might be listening. And he mentions on the lady, on the television, that if anyone knows the phone number or the whereabouts of Mr. (laughs) Pignataro, call her. Because we want to make sure she knows that her husband's in this game. I mean, it's unheard of. But, it, but it's a great example of, of how uh, Vince Gary would be able to do um, that kind of communication um, very rare. Well, ju- jumping forward to the last couple of years, the current uh, Los Angeles Dodger team, uh, I don't know whether we can call it a scullyism, but for purposes of our conversation, we will. One of the most uh, popular players on the current Dodger team right now is uh, the right fielder, Yaziel Puig. He's what uh, they call a five-tool player. He can hit, he can hit for power, he can catch, he can run, and he has a great arm. You know, So all the five tools of a great Major League Baseball player, but... He, you know, being very young, he's a, you know, he's he's both, you know, undisciplined as a bur- as a person and undisciplined as a ball player. I was watching, um, I was watching a Dodger game in a couple of years ago, which was Puig's first year in the league, and um, he made one of those. I mean, he he made one of those plays that. It was kind of improvised, but also made you scratch your head. And sensing that, Scully described, he said, another play by Yaziel Puig, the wild horse, which, 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 cap, which encapsulized, you know, Puig as a person and kind of, you know, the frustration of both baseball fans and Dodgers fans who, you know, were wondering what's, what's going on with this kid. And that's, that is the beauty of Vin Scully. Yeah, he does uh, tend to do uh, a humanization of uh, what comes into his mind, and so much of what he does, he doesn't plan. I mean, that's another wonderful trait by Vince Scully. He is very, very impromptu, and he has discussed this. I've I've listened to him talk about 
just the fact that he very rarely plans anything. It just comes to him. And um, he's not afraid to, uh, to stretch the envelope a little bit. You know, so many other people in their professions, period, are very, very reticent about doing something that might get them into trouble. Nothing can get Finn Scully today into trouble. He's Mr. Baseball announcer, 66 years, and I love that because um, you, you, you know that he won't be shy about saying anything that relates, even if it's not baseball, but it relates to the human factor. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. One more item, our friend Chuck Harder, Mr. Entertainment, recently performed an hour of song at Sideshow Books in Los Angeles. A few weeks back, I was in the audience that night, and Chuck gave us a wonderful evening of stories and songs. Check it out on YouTube for free. Chuck Harder, in person, Sideshow Books on YouTube. You're listening to a special encore presentation of the sounds of lost television honoring the broadcast career of Ben Scully. Ben Scully, the voice of the Los Angeles Dodgers for 67 years and a voice known around the world for his work on national television, particularly for CBS and NBC. Ben Scully passed away Tuesday, August 2nd at the age of 94. This particular segment features clips highlighting some of the best of Ben Scully's Early years of the broadcaster covering the years 1955 through 1965. There is some, I understand there's some mystery as to when exactly Vin Scully first announced baseball for the Dodgers. Can you elaborate on that, Phil? I have done exhaustive research trying to pin down when Vin Scully first announced a Brooklyn Dodger game. I have come up with nothing definitive. Uh, most research reference uh, materials indicate that um, it was the first game uh, of the 1950 season. That would have been um, April 18, 1950. The uh, first game was in Philadelphia. But um, there's, there's no examples from the few existing radio broadcasts that I have in the archive. Um, and nothing is mentioned about Vince Scully. You will listen to a whole complete game five days into the 50 season, and uh, Red Barber does not mention Vince Scully's name. Connie Desmond does not mention Vince Scully's name, and it's pure Red Barber and Connie Desmond. So the question is when. Vince Scully has been interviewed a number of times, and even Vince Scully has admitted he does not remember when he first did his first major league game for the Brooklyn Dodgers. He does remember that he did some spring training games prior to the season, and um, he states that in those early years, he would be relegated to doing only two innings on the radio, the third inning and the seventh inning, and that was it. But when did that begin? I do not know for sure. Okay, so it is somewhere between 1950 and 1955, so that would that, that would really be lost audio if you could find that. But, uh, well, yeah, I mean, uh, absolutely. It wasn't, uh, you know, later than 1950. I, I would, my, my gut feel is that sometime in 1950, 
he was doing radio, and he was doing the third and the seventh inning. Exactly when um, that $64,000 question. But he, he certainly was um, brought into the booth. Uh, he talks about being in the booth with Red Barber and Connie Desmond from the get-go. Uh, and, uh, you know, he started to uh, do play-by-play. And then two short, uh, three short years later, there was a dispute where Red Barber asked for a raise. He was making $200 a World Series game. And um, he asked for more money, and when the Dodger Club uh, denied that, he quit. And Vince Scully was put into action, and he was doing the 1953 World Series. And then from 54 on, Vince Scully was the, was the premier announcer for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Well, we may not have heard Vin Scully until 1955, but, you know, uh, uh, he, as you mentioned, he was part of the broadcast team in the few years prior to that. He, and one of the things he did learn, which he practiced and continues to practice to these days, is, is less is more, which, uh, which we touched on on our first segment. And even though there is an intimacy to a Vin Scully broadcast, you know, you, you could be... In my case, you could be a non-Dodgers fan and still feel included because he is not. I mean, even though he is the announcer for the Los Angeles Dodgers, he is not a homer. He basically, um, from almost uh, the first year in 1950, uh, had his inimitable style. I mean, I think you're you're basically born with it. You know, he just he was just given a gift to be able to do things. Uh, that um, were very ingratiating, and, and uh, certainly Red Barber has to be given all the credit in the world for um, being able to uh, observe this young announcer when he first spotted him. He was the CBS sports director, and he was the one who uh, happened to come in contact with him doing football. And then um, Ernie Hardwell, who was doing Dodger games in 48 and 49, he did not get along with Red Barber. He quit. He left for the New York Giant games. There's an opening. You know, it was it was immaculate timing, and he took a chance with Vince Scully. Vince Scully uh, mentioned a very cute story, if I may. Uh, he knew he had met with Red Barber very briefly. Uh, he's back home. He's living with his mom. Uh, he comes home, and his mother says, Oh, by the way, uh, Red just called wants to talk to you. And Vince Scully said, Red? I mean, Red Barber? And his mother said, no, Red Skelton. Mother thought it was Red Skelton. And, uh, of course, it was Red Barber and, and the rest is history. We're taking a look at the early career of Vince Scully, the legendary voice of the Los Angeles Dodgers, who is celebrating his 66th year behind the microphone this year. Our friend Phil Grice has put together an audio retrospective of Scully's career covering the years 1955 through 1965. We've been mentioning the year 1955. Now that 1955 Dodger team was a very famous team because that was the year that the Dodgers won the world. They not only won the World Series for the first time, they won the World Series against the 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 crosstown rivals the New York Yankees for the first time and that and uh, I in this first clip that uh, uh, we're, we're going to play it's a, it's a clip from a conversation in which Vin Scully himself looks back on that team. Well, that was a special year. The Dodgers would be constantly playing in the World Series, especially since 1940. 
seven and uh, not winning. And uh, to have uh, that uh, very magic year of 1955 beating the Yankees was, was uh, a highlight of highlights. And having lived in Brooklyn at that time, being a Brooklyn Dodger fan, and I was there, you know, in front of my TV, it was, it was fabulous. It, it was really special. Well, first of all, you have to remember I started with them in 1950. Uh, basically, most of the same players were still there. So I had gone through all of their times with them, uh, losing in 1950 in the 10th inning of the final day of the season to the Phillies. Uh, 1951, losing to Bobby Thompson's home run. Uh, 1952, losing the World Series. 1953, losing the World Series. Uh, 1954, watching the Giants win the World Series. So I really understood how these fellows were feeling. And that series in 55, they lost the first two games. So the feeling immediately was, here they go again. Mm. But they rallied back, and now it's come to the seventh game. A 22-year-old kid is pitching Johnny Padres in Yankee Stadium, where they never did very well anyway. And so you kind of went in there thinking, well, now be prepared to lose. Uh, I hope these fellows understand. Well, when they won, and you looked down and saw them, you understood exactly how they felt. You understood their frustration. You, you understood their tears of joy. It was over. All the pressure that they were a choke team, that, yeah, you could win the pennant, but you can't win the series. All of it was gone. There was relief involved as well. It was a magnificent moment. It was a magnificent moment, and Vin Scully recalled in a 1989 conversation with ESPN host Roy Firestone discussing the frustration of Brooklyn never winning a World Series up until the year 1955. Ben Scully passed away Tuesday, August 2nd at the age of 94. You're listening to a special tribute to the broadcast career of Ben Scully that Phil Grice put together back in 2015 as part of the Sounds and Lost Television. Take a quick time out. We'll listen to more of Ben by way of Phil when we come back on TV Confidential. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.